Hello everybody. You're probably thinking, hmm, Travis sounds different today. And yes, I'm currently getting over a slight cold from last week, and I'm actually not Travis. My name is Finner, and I'm currently interning with the amazing team here at Fool and Scholar Productions. And I'm here today to tell you about the last city. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. A geo-engineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors like Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Torado, and Maury Sterling. You can follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. A big thanks to Wondery for supporting shows like The White Vault. And now, on with the scheduled programming. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. White Vault, Goshawk. Jason, who the fuck are you? Jason? Yeah, Jason. And who are you, and what are you doing here? Effie, you can put the wood down. I don't think I will, actually. Not until we know what we're dealing with. Would someone tell me who you... Just, what the hell are you doing here? You first. Damn. Just don't hit me again, please. I'm Jason. I saw the door had moved. I came to check it out. I didn't know there would be people in here. Or that you would hit me with a damn table leg. What are you doing out here? This place is abandoned. It is. I'm out here taking measurements and samples for a limnology study of abandoned quarry lakes. I am, I am. Shit, put that leg down. You don't know the others. What others? You're the others. I've been here for days. I think he's telling the truth, Ippy. Fine. So what's going on here? And who are you? Oh, shit. Great, I'm bleeding. 
Sorry. We thought you were... someone else. Who? And why was the first reaction to hit me? So, Jason, explain it again. You're here for what, then? Oh, I'm an ecologist. I'm studying the small lake formed by the Gosshawk Quarry. Like the fish? Uh, no. The water table and the water runoff. There aren't any fish in the lake, actually, as it was man-made and never populated with fish species. Voracious vernal amphibian population, though? Oh, jeez, you cut me, dude. Sorry. We only have a small kit of medical equipment. But you've been here for days. You must have something. We need some. Please, Mika's leg is hurt. Do do you have painkillers? Wait, do you have a camp? (laughs) You switch really quick from hitting me with a table leg to asking me for a favor. But it does look like you need it. Um, why are you out here? Who are you? There it is again. What is that? Look, my question first. Who are you? You break in, jump me, hit me over the head, and now you're not answering my questions? Look, I'm still going to let you use the medical kit. But damn, ow. If you're really not one of them, we need your help. Who is them? And who are you? These aren't hard questions. Everyone calm down. Jason, I'm sure we're all sorry that you got hurt. I apologize for hitting you. Please understand, we were just trying to protect ourselves. Okay. From whom? There are two men following us. Bad men. Uh, They're trying to kidnap my sister and I. They already did once. That's how we got here. Kidnap? They're not just kidnappers. They're... They shot my friend. And he, uh, and you, how'd you get here? Were you kidnapped too? No, my friend and I are... We're nature photographers. I... Okay, I'm not... I get it. We should head back to the church. Is it safer there? Wait, do you have a phone? Something we can call the town with. We need to call 911. Or do you have a car? Can we leave? Do you have a way out of here? Alright, wait, slow down. (laughs) Yes, I have a satellite phone, but I don't have a car or a vehicle. I was dropped off with a bunch of supplies, and I'll be picked up in... seven days by snowmobile. Everything I do have is back at the church, which includes some medical equipment we could use to help wrap up your leg. That looks terrible. You need help getting over there? Yeah. Why the church? That's where I set up my base of operations. It's not much, but the church is one of the buildings in better condition. And it has a fireplace that hasn't collapsed. It's pretty warm inside at this point. Sometimes I come out to these buildings to pick up old wood to burn. Or just look for some interesting items left behind. I hadn't taken anything from this one, though, since the door was locked. I unlocked it. And that's why you came to see, because it looked different. We've heard that a few times. What is that? Oh, the grinding noise? It's an ice disc that formed on the lake. This spins due to a current, and the current is part of what I'm here to study. The disc makes that sound when it comes into contact with the rest of the ice around it, and that's what grinds it down into a circular shape. You'll see it when we walk past it, if the visibility is good enough. This is good and all, but your friend and I need the medical kit, so if you don't mind, could you follow me? You don't need to start a fire in here, but if you want to bring some firewood to the church, that would be helpful. I'm Adele. That's my sister, Mika. I'm Iffy. And again, I'm sorry about hurting you. (sighs) It's just a bit of blood. 
Nothing too bad. I'm more worried about Mika's leg. <sighs> Me too. I'll help you to the church, okay? Then the others can bring some firewood. You ready? Yeah. <sighs> Everyone, please try to stay close. The weather's getting worse and could turn terrible any minute. We're right behind you. Are you alone out here? Uh, well, yeah. That was kind of the point. I really prefer working alone. And since no one else really wants to come out here in the middle of the winter, I thought I'd found a pretty good place to work. <laughs> so imagine my surprise. Yeah, well, you're right. It's not like we want to be out here. But we're lucky you're out here. <sighs> Seriously. We'll take any luck we can get at this point. Please wake up. Please, please wake up. I know you're tired, but there's a meeting we need to get to. Trigwe? What time is it? It's about nine. Arna is still asleep. Good. She needs rest. So do you. I can't imagine that chair's particularly comfortable. I want to be here if she needs me. She can always call you. I know it's stressful, but technology, the world, it's all still working. Mm. Doesn't feel like it. Also, I spoke with a nurse on the way in. Says Arna spoke with a police officer yesterday. She should be cleared for discharge later today. Good. She deserves to go home and rest. So why are you here? To get you. There's a meeting. Come with me. Of course. Ugh. We've booked a room at the hotel next door. Thora and others are already there. Others? Always. No takers, witnesses, extra eyes. Mm. We haven't spoken in a while. Not as this family. Yes, it's been a while. How is Otter? Busy. He's been learning guitar. Wants to get on an electric one. <laughs> That's where his mother put her foot down. Can't say I blame her. He's learning and the acoustic is nice, but... But an electric guitar with an amp? <laughs> it would drive her crazy. Maybe with headphones? Uh, what about Gunnar? So energetic. He's playing soccer. Seems to like math. Of all things. Ah, this hotel. I was never very good at it. You'll have to ask Jon. Oh, Jon's in Greece on a business trip. You already knew that. It's my job. He was on a trip, but he's on the way back to Iceland to help to take care of Gunnar and Sara while I'm here. Is anyone here on my side? In a way, yes. Everyone. Everyone wants to know how something could happen to Arna. Because it means it could happen to you, too. Or to them. To their children. Or even to me. Same cousin. 
Same. Ah, Dees, thank you for coming. Is there coffee? Take a seat. Vigny, get her a coffee. Oh, thanks. How is Arna this morning? Feeling better, I hope? She was still asleep when I left. The doctors and nurses said she's doing well. And Trigger spoke with the nurse. They say she should be able to be discharged later today. This true? Yes. Then on to some less cordial questions. Dees, is Arna your daughter by birth? Is this a joke? Of course Arna is my daughter. Thora, you were at her baby shower and her first three birthdays. She's my eldest daughter. I, I know, I just... I had to ask. And it doesn't matter what you say or what I write down. We took a blood draw yesterday. The sample is already home in Reykjavik. They will test her DNA and empty DNA against those we have on file for all true family. Of course you did. We should have the results by tomorrow. Though I'm sure Hulda will have the results and have made her judgment before we see them. If what I say holds so little meaning, and if what I wish is not even considered, then why am I here? I could have stayed with Artna. I would have preferred it not to have to deal with any of this. Vigny, pour me a coffee too, please. One sugar. Dees, you are the daughter of a second daughter. You had a choice, one I did not have. One my sister didn't. One that Hulda most certainly did not. We are all tired. We are all worried. We all want to help. Artna is one of us. Thank you. You opted to leave yourself out of the family business. The heavy work, let's say. But you still have its benefits, do you not? You've never been ill. Never been significantly injured. You were blessed with two daughters. You... And a son. And a son. All easy births. You have a lovely home, a loving husband, an easy life. Until now. If something has changed, if Arna can get hurt, it means you can. Sara and Gunnar can. My daughters can. My son. Hulda, Hlif, Driva. Something is wrong. We can no longer afford to have our true daughters sitting on the sidelines. So is this disrespect your attempt at a pep talk? No. I should not have to spur you to action. The bandages on your daughter should do that easily enough. You are a real bitch. Yes, I know. A family trait. How am I supposed to help? I don't know. That's not something Hulda's told me yet. So, what has he told you? Trikwe. Uh, yes, so we called in for updates earlier this morning. Uh, apparently there are other issues arising, all of which coincide with the newer negative developments for the family. Negative? Other family members are getting hurt? Who? What's happened? Last week there were some small injuries, illnesses, then this with Arna, and a fall. Who fell? Grandmother. She fell last night. She's doing fine. She's in the hospital with a hairline fracture. A true daughter? Dora! She used to be the head of the family. I know. And what other kinds of issues has Hulda cared to divulge? Recently, a Sitja group surveyor sent overseas disappeared, with no contact from the local family, indicating a choice to act against the surveyor. 
the surveyor was not family, but he was loyal. Uh, Disney family Walsignar has openly informed all other families that their company has also been sending out surveyors, though they did not choose to report any losses, if they've had any. Wait, I've been ill-informed on this for years, by choice, so you need to be a bit more open. Why are we and why are they sending out surveyors? I don't understand. I'll, I'll take a guess that we are not talking about oil or natural gas surveys. Our site, all the known and monitored sites, have readings we've been studying for decades now. Some of these readings include specific radiation and magnetic fluctuations, and in the last decade or so, we've been able to pinpoint other locations across the globe showing new and similar readings. As such, we've been sending out surveyors... We've only sent two so far, including the one that disappeared. So it's spreading to more places? This can't be coincidence. Hulda would never admit such a thing. But her calling us all in warrants pause. Something's wrong. There's no denying it now. Okay, so you and Adele were in a trailer in the woods, and you broke out, which is how you got hurt. And then you found Ify and Jean's camp, and took some of their gear. And then you ran into Ify later. And then you heard one of the kidnappers, S, shoot Ify's partner, Jean, over the radio. Yeah. And then after that, you started west toward the border, and you ran into Goshawk on the way. That's about it. How many hours ago was that? I mean, if you had to guess, how long until you think the kidnappers make it this far? Well, they're not hurt, so they should move faster than us. But we don't think they're any good at tracking. And we tried to hide our footsteps. But it's been impossible for us to pass without a trace in this snow. But the first snowfall may have helped cover it more. So they might not even come here at all. At least that would be the best case scenario. So, what is this place? Goshawk? Yeah, we saw the sign on the way in, but that's about it. All right, so, Gossok was a quarry town back in the 1800s. But before that, it had been a hunting and trapping town. The lake is not an old natural lake. It's a man-made quarry hall for when they were taking out granite. But the mining went so deep, looking to follow a vein of valuable colored granite, that the quarry started to flood. There you go. At first, the town was going to be abandoned just for that. But the water in the quarry lake was found to be perfect for ice harvesting. The water was particularly clear, and the old railway that had previously picked up the quarried granite just started picking up ice. Then in the 1940s and 50s, people started using refrigerators and the whole industry died. There's a whole bunch of old ice harvesting towns all over Maine. In Canada? Uh, Yeah. So when the ice industry dried up, most people packed up and left. The few that remained suffered an outbreak of tuberculosis, which relocated some families to larger towns like Bangor or Portland for medical treatment. After that, Goshawk just just died. Even the railways in this area shut down. Lots of towns in northern Maine that used to have railway access still don't to this day. There's just no industry to support it. (sighs) Anyways, lots of old quarry towns means there are many of the man-made lakes and ponds. And that's what I'm here to look at. Is the man-made quarry really deep enough to be called a lake? The lake needed to go deeper than the photoic zone. Uh, The photoic zone. But yeah, you're right. It's not deep enough, so limnologically, it's a pond, but it was named Gosshawk Lake, so we won't change it. 
Oh, and you heard the ice disc. So I explained there's a current spinning the disc which ponds usually don't have. The theory there, we think, is that the lake has a connection to the underground water system inflow and outflow somewhere that creates a constant flow of water. Uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> don't be sorry. I'm sorry for talking so much, but we're nearly there. There's a church, not far now. Don't be sorry. Thanks for the help. I understand that you're hurt. Me too, a bit. But could you give me just a moment to clean up? I, like I said, I thought I was out here alone. Yes, please, actually. I need to get a rock out of my other boot. Okay, uh, Adele, could you hold up your sister while I go inside real quick? Yeah, of course. What was that? The banister broke. Help me up. You okay? Is any of this okay? Uh, Come on inside. Sorry for the wait. Oh, quick heads up. Before you see it and worry, I do have a hunting rifle. Good. We can use it. We can defend ourselves from the kidnappers if or when they get here. At least now they aren't the only ones with a gun. Oh, it's actually warm. It's warm in here. Nika, it's warm. I need the medical kit first. Then I'll try to relax. Good thing we were so close already. The snow's really coming down hard now. We found Gossok right on time. It's exceedingly lucky that you were here, Jason. Uh, I would say nothing about this whole situation is lucky. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, but, uh, with the snow this hard, it is better that I found you than not. I also have food. Not great food, but food. And, of course, I'm willing to share. Mm. Uh, medical kit? Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, it's around here somewhere. Let's see. Uh, Alright. Uh, so, we'll deal with the smaller injuries first, then we'll focus on the leg. And I think my head already stopped bleeding. Yeah. Uh, Mika, there's a bathroom over there. No water, but if you want to go in there and change so we can see your leg... It's probably better than us trying to work around the torn gene. Uh, actually, wait. Uh, Adele, maybe go with her. The water's clean, but it's still going to be cold. You should clean off. Most importantly, clean any wounds you have. I have some antibacterial spray, but it works best when the area's already been cleaned. Yeah, makes sense. Mika, I need... I need to sleep. Me too. I have to deal with my leg first, but you can sleep. Just get cleaned up first. You'll feel better. What about the phone? You have a satellite phone, right? Uh, yeah, it's, um... Uh, it's right again. Sorry for the mess. <laughs> uh, it's, uh... I'll find it. It's here somewhere. You can all get some sleep. It's gonna be noon soon. But yeah, I slept last night, and it looks like you all didn't. I I know we need it, but what if they show up while we're sleeping? 
We need to stay alert. If they show up and no one else is awake by then, I'll wake you all up. And I have the hunting rifle. I just... So... What? I'll be right back. If I need to brace my leg, I'd prefer to do it before I sleep. Adele, a little help, please? (sighs) I'm coming. Jason, thank you for everything already, but you need to be careful. These guys, they're not joking around. They... Jean and I were just trying to help. Just like you. We had nothing to do with this otherwise. They killed him. They're not going to just ask nicely if or when they get here. I... If I see anything, anything that could be human, I'll wake everyone up. And I'll look for the satellite phone. Go get some... What the hell was that? That was... Was that an animal? That... If he... That... I... I don't think that was an animal. Not this time. If he... I'm sorry, but... Did that sound like Sheen? Not at all. That's S. You sure? Yeah. Mostly. I... I bit him back in Canada. I bit his hand hard. And he screamed. It sounded kind of like that. Do you think it was far? People's voices, even shouts, they don't carry far. Less so in a forest. So, how far? Maybe a hundred meters. That was a gunshot. Here, take the binoculars and look out that window. Uh, I'm going to load the rifle. (sighs) Mika, Adele, please stay inside. Ify, can you come out there with me? I... Yeah, I will. What are they shooting at? There's lynx, aggressive moose, territorial fishers... There, look. Adele, go back to the bathroom and lock the door. No, it... Go! Which one is that? That's not us. That's... I think his name is Lewis. Did they both have a gun? No, just us. I don't see a gun... Or another person. Jason, bring the rifle and come with me. Mika, stay here with your sister. Are you sure? You're hurt, and they're after you, not us. So stay inside and protect your sister. That's your only job. Lock up after us and find something you can use as a weapon if they get in. Got it? Jason, ready? Yeah. Lewis! Stop right there! You took him! We gotta go! We gotta go! I said stop! Don't, don't shoot me! I ain't got a gun! Good. Stop! You took Gene! You killed him! Stop! If he, maybe... He said he's unarmed! So was Gene! Jason, let go of me! I... I didn't! Ass killed him! Was a bastard! Stop! Listen! Iffy, stop. Why? Let let go! Let go! He deserves it! Worse! Just give him a moment. Let him talk. What about the second guy? 
Exactly! Let, let go of me! Use the rifle! We need him to talk! Listen. Listen to me. Something took S. Kill him. Ripped him right up into the trees. The White Vault. Gosshawk. Written and created by K.A. Stats. Co-created, produced, and directed by Travis Fengroff. With script editing by W.K. Stats. Associate producer Shion Francois. Edited with sound design, music, and mixing by Dane Leonardson. And executive producers Carol Vengroff, Michael Villegas, Dennis Greenhill, and A.J. Punkin. Starring Lauren Tucker, Hilder Magnus Dotter, Marcy Edwards, Denise Halfyard, Dane Leonardson, Kristin Althi Hemison, Michael Delgadio, Melkorkra Oscar Stotter, and Shion Francois. For access to bonus episodes, ad-free episodes, and bonus seasons like Artifact, Imperial, Eluka, and Echoes, visit patreon.com slash foolandscholar and support this show and its creators. This is a Fool and Scholar production. Thank you for listening. Every five minutes, a transplant candidate dies while waiting for a compatible heart, liver, or kidney. Imagine a technology that could provide those life-saving transplant organs for a high price, and imagine what a company would do to monopolize that technology. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists unlocks this holy grail of medicine by reverse engineering the genomes of all mammals, creating an animal with organs perfectly suitable for human transplantation. They envisioned a docile herd animal, but one team member had another, darker vision. This ancestor is anything but docile. The team's work spawns something big, something evil, something very, very hungry. Ancestor is a complete serialized fiction podcast by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler with all episodes available. Binge the entire story now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.